This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Olu George Ministries presents Focus on Freedom Podcast. We're covering the face of the earth with the knowledge of the glory of God. Welcome to an encounter with timeless, transcendent, and triumphant truth. Here's your brother, friend, and messenger, Alu M. George. Friends, we're back for another exciting episode of the Foursquare Gospel with specific focus on Jesus as healer, mender, restorer, fixer, redeemer, renovator. I'm very happy to have with me my beloved brother, Reverend Dr. Namdi Norum from Atlanta, Georgia. He's with us for a few days, and the Lord has allowed him to be with us in studio. Doc, you're welcome. Thank you, sir. Hello, uh, friends. Good morning or good day. Oh, good night. Good night. This show is repeated sometimes <laughs> okay. across the country. All right, great. Um, let's not waste any time as we get into our study today. Now, something you said last week destroyed all my excuses. <laughs> and today we want all your excuses destroyed. Yeah. So before we go any further, I'd like you to ask yourself, what? why are you not healed? Mm. What excuses do you have? Are you like our friend by the pool, Bethesda, who said, well, I've been here 38 years. Nobody would help me. Jesus didn't ask him all those stories. Where I I come from originally, Nigeria, will say story, story. Story. That's just story. Tell us (laughs) the real crux of the matter. You said Jesus never asked anyone, "Um, what did you do? What sin did you commit? You have a sexually transmitted disease. You committed adultery, obviously. And when somebody was brought in adultery, what did he do? Go, I, I do not judge you. Yeah. Go and say no more. I'm, I'm going to give you a testimony. Yeah. When I was when we were in college, mm. I was pastoring on campus. And one of uh, one of my members who had not been in fellowship for a while, I saw him on the street on campus. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Mm. He told me I'm going through some stuff. If I tell you, you're not going to be blah, blah, blah. I said, no, come on. Tell me, what's up? We're, we're both friends here. He said, well, he had gonorrhea. Sexual transmitted disease. Mm-hmm. I said to him, I said, no big deal. He was like shocked. Like he was telling me to probably rebuke him. Yeah. I said, no big deal. I said, what do you mean, Pastor? I said, let's pray right now. You repent. Because, of course, you got it from some activity you did. You're a single man. Yeah. And I was like, we repent now. We're on the street. Yeah. He was like, he has a year right now. And then he, I told him, pray after me. I led him in the prayer of repentance. And I prayed. I said, you're healed now in Jesus' name. The next day, mm. he saw me on campus. This happened. And he began to shout, Pastor, Pastor, He's Pastor. Gone. He's gone. Praise the Lord. Next day, completely gone. This is one reason why the church should return to the yeah. faith Amen. that was once delivered to the saints. I agree with you. You know, every time, every time the church returns to the simplicity of the gospel, yeah. To apostolic Christianity, to yeah. primitive faith, yeah. the gifts of healings explode in the church. Why yeah. is that crucial? Because very few things yeah. communicate the love of God like yeah. being healed. Yeah. Very sure. few things says to someone, I love you from God, yeah. like being healed. I don't think financial prosperity says that. Yeah. 
Well, it depends. As much as healing. Yeah, well, because... Because but, you will give up all your money to have health. Yeah, because... You will not give up your... Well, you, some will give up their health for money. <laughs> money is outside of you. Yeah. But health is within inside you. you, within you. So if you feel sick, you feel it, right? I mean, you feel it. Yeah. You can't do anything else. Yeah. If you're sick, you can't make money. You can't do anything else. You can have money, but maybe, you know, and you can use your money to buy other things. Yeah. But if you're physically down... Everything else is out of the way. So if you hadn't prayed for that young man, mm. he might have been lost yeah, forever. Yeah. Because of the guilt, because yeah. of the shame yeah. of what he did. Yeah. And the result of it. I came to Christ. Uh, Dr. Honorum and I were in the same college, actually. Yes, sir. Went to school at the same, same college. Yeah. I, I came to Christ in that college. Okay. Because a roommate mm. also prayed for me. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Born Catholic, very religious, loved God all my life mm-hmm. because I always heard about God. Yeah. I heard about St. Francis of Assisi C-C. growing up and I wanted to be holy and all that. But I had something that we call flu today. Mm-hmm. And I said to this person, please help me buy some medication. And the guy said, why do you? Need? I wish you know Jesus like I do. Come, come. Laid hands on me. I got healed. I wanted what he had. Yeah. Wow. What would happen if the church would arise like that? Amen. Like that young man and like you did. Amen. That's and right. when our neighbors come and say, how much opportunity for evangelism will open up to us yeah. on an individual level? Yeah. If we... Because said in Mark 16, he said, we lay hands on the sick yes. and he makes them recover. Mm. So the burden of recovery is not on us. Our responsibility is to lay hands on the sick. But a lot, like you said at the beginning of the broadcast, oftentimes what we do is that we find ourselves judging people. We, we focus so much on their sin and on their sin and not on the power of God. Mm. Remember, somebody who is already, the Bible, there's a saying there's a that he who is down needs to know for. Mm. If I'm down, I know I'm already down. I know I'm already bad. I know I've done something wrong. I'm already in guilt. So now if I come to the person and feed them further guilt again, mm. where's the confidence to rise up in faith? Mm. So it's better to, quote unquote, not necessarily, I'm not saying don't focus on delivering them from sin, but the immediate need right now is they're sick. And if we share that love of God and, and manifest our ministry to them, then we can deal with the sin afterwards. It's, it's much easier. Like Christ, Christ spoke to that lady and then told her, go say no more. Hmm. Look at the madman of Gadara. The man was mad. He was naked. He was caught. He was a cutter. He was cutting himself and bleeding, hmm. living in the tombs. He was a homeless guy, a vagabond, probably on drugs, whatever it was. You know. Now Christ met that man. Christ did not talk about what led to that. He delivered the man from that, from those demonic horde of demons hmm. and the man said, let me follow you. Now to the man, no, go tell everybody else. Mm. So you see, Christ did not focus initially. Sorry, after the man got delivered, Christ put clothes on him. He was naked. Put clothes on him. Mm. You know, it's, it's the same thing. What caused me of being this condition is sin. I know. Okay, but when I minister the love of God, then I can clothe me righteousness. Then mm. I can go and like, see no more. I can go and share the gospel. Once again, you said something last last broadcast. Jesus never asked anyone what sin they committed. Yeah. Once, well, actually, the majority of the time, Jesus would ask, be it to you according to your faith. To your faith. Yeah. Twelve out of 19 specific healings mm-hmm. recorded in scriptures. John told us if we recorded everything, there's no <laughs> book in the world of that time, yes, that, time. that can contain all the miracles and healings. Yeah. But we recorded enough mm-hmm. for you to know that this is real. Yeah. 
Okay? So 12 out of 19 specific miracles of Jesus, either Jesus asked, do you believe I can do this, or your faith did this? What about the seven? So seven out of 19, at least, they had no faith. Yeah. Like the man that says, if you can do anything, please help us. And Jesus was insulted by that. If I can, in the message transition, yeah. if I can do anything, yeah. he says, with believers, there's no if. Mm-hmm. The King James says, I will, I will. be healed. Yeah. The leper came to Jesus. Yeah. If Have mercy on me, son of David. If you want to heal me, you can heal me. Yeah. He didn't have faith. Yeah. Now, if you've listened to this broadcast for a few, for a few months, you, 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 you will have heard my emphasis on faith, yeah. on believing, on unconscious living in the realm of God, etc., but the truth is a ma- of the matter is 12 out of 19, which is the majority, was faith-based. Mm. But seven, mm. a whole seven, mm. there was no faith. Mm. No salvation, mm. no faith. Mm. So your healing mm. is not even 100% anchored on if you believe or not. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Why? Psalm 119 verse 89 Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in the heavens. Doc, can you help me destroy any other excuse anybody can have for not getting healed today? Perhaps somebody will say, well, if only you were here with me. If only Uncle Angus was here. If only we can wake up Apostle Paul. But the Bible tells me your healing is a forever settled subject. You know, Matthew chapter 8, when Jesus healed Peter's mother of a fever, the Bible says that was written as a fulfillment to Isaiah 53. Himself bore infirmities and carried out diseases. That was supposed to be uh, uh, Jesus' substitutionary death. That healing was supposed to happen when he went to the cross. Yeah. But it seems to me that he couldn't wait to go to the cross. He couldn't wait for the cross. He had to do it in retrospection. Just like Jesus forgave sins before he went to the cross. That's right. So if he forgave sins before he went to the cross to pay for our sins, that means his forgiving of sin before the cross does not nullify the cross, but rather the cross works backwards as well as present and then forwards. So you and I have really no excuses mm. why we will not be healed today. Okay, something else some people might say, I don't have enough money to be healed. Yeah. Because, my, I'm, and I'm, I'm not saying this to insult anybody. Please bear with my hear my heart. Sometimes people have the impression you have to pay a preacher for you to be healed. You don't have to. Mm. You don't have to. God loves you. You're God's child. In fact, if you have to pay the preacher, especially yeah. if he wants to be paid, then it's a trouble because then in, the, in the book of Acts, I'm very concerned. Go perish with your money. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't have to pay for grace. Mm. Healing is a finished work. It's a work of grace. Mm. It's a finished work. It's a work of grace. Yes. And healing is your inheritance. They like said healing is a children's bread. Yes. Let me say it this way, man of God. Some might say, well, I don't have enough faith to be healed. You already spoke about that. Yeah. But let's remember that um, Jesus, uh, uh, Jesus told the son woman, he needs the children's bread. Mm. Children don't need faith. Children need trust yeah. in the love of their parents. And children don't struggle with trust. They don't struggle with trust. They have to learn yeah. how to distrust. Yes. Yeah. If I throw my baby up in the air, 
Okay, maybe falls right into my hand. Maybe mm. it's not going to jump off to a different direction. Maybe it will fall right into my hand because baby trusts me as their father. In the same way, in like manner, God wants us as his children to trust him. Yes. When Christ said he needs the children's bread. Mm. Let me try and make us understand this. I mean, in my, where, where I live, we have a bowl of fruit always on our table. That bowl of fruit is there. Anybody can come and grab the fruit. My kids don't have to ask me, Daddy, Mommy, can we take fruit? They just take it. That's how it is in material culture. They put bread on the table at the reach of the children. Mm. So you don't have to know a lot of scripture. Some of say, well, I need to know a lot of scripture. I need to be able to quote a lot to get healed. No, you mm-hmm. don't have to. Healing is the children's bread. Children don't have to know a lot of scripture. They just trust their parent. They just trust their parent. The bowl, the food, the fruit is there on the table. The bread is on the table. And as a child of God, you can reach out and take it. Mm. That means that wherever you are right now, you can reach out and receive your healing. Do I have to be in church to be healed? Okay? Mm. Jesus healed people on the street. Yes. There's a, if there's a funeral procession where a child is going to be buried, mm. Christ stopped the funeral procession. That means they were not in the temple. They were not at the, at the burial place. They mm. were on the road, on the street. So wherever you are right now, you're listening to this broadcast, you're probably driving, you're probably in your bedroom, you're watching TV, you're, whatever you're doing, or you're, you're in your house, wherever you are, you can receive healing mm. right now. You're a child of God. You've got to just... Trust in your father's provision. Mm. Trust in your father's provision. Okay? Healing, sickness and disease, man of God, is not from God. Mm. Let, let, me, let me quickly bust that bubble too. Because I'm putting God is giving that sickness to teach me a lesson. Mm. Let me ask you a question, sir. How many of you will give your children sickness to be to as a lesson? Mm. In Matthew 7, Jesus said in verse 10 and 11, mm. if you ask for bread, your child asks for bread, you don't give me a stone. Your child asks for fish, you don't give me a serpent. So how much more will your heavenly father give good things to them that love him? Mm. In that scripture, Jesus, Jesus likens every given, every gift of God to the father's love for a child. Mm. Okay, If I don't want my child to have leukemia, cancer, headache, diabetes, diarrhea, whatever it is, okay, I don't want my own natural child to have it. I use human. How much more God's love for us? So sickness and disease is not from God. God does not give us anything to teach us any lesson. Mm. There's no lesson that cancer will teach you but to make you in pain, suffer, and die prematurely, and mm. die without, and die crying. Mm. So God, instead, as our Father, wants to remove that pain. That's why he said healing is children's bread. It's accessible to anybody. Mm. Whether you know scriptures, you can quote lots, or you can quote any, you can quote a few scriptures. Listen, once you understand God is your Father, okay, he has made healing accessible to you. Christ has paid for it in full. That means that is yours for the taking. Amen. And if you and I can come to that place of trust, simple trust mm-hmm. in God and focus on that, then we can take that bread, we can take that fruit as it were, and receive of it, and we'll see healing manifest in our bodies. Amen. There's something that came to my mind while you are speaking. Yes, sir. Go ahead. There's another erroneous belief mm-hmm. that if anybody passes away, it's because their time has come. Mm, I like that. I like that. I like that. Everybody who dies. Oh, their time has come. God needed an angel in heaven. Mm. Apparently, it's not true from Scripture because this preacher asks a question, do not be overly righteous. Mm -hmm. Why should you die before your time? Mm. Do not be overly wicked. Mm. Why should you destroy yourself? Mm. You said, and I agree and I believe, Sickness does not come from God because there's no sickness in heaven. God doesn't have any sickness. When God, when Satan, 
approached the presence of God among the sons of God mm-hmm. and la- made an accusation against Job. Mm-hmm. Said so Job is serving because he, you know because okay, he, yes. he doesn't have any problems. Yeah. And he asks for permission. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't believe God gave him permission. I believe Job gave him permission because Job says in Job 3.25, that which I've greatly feared has come upon me. But the point is that uh, uh, Satan says to God, touch his body now. Mm -hmm. And God says, you do it. Because God says, he's in your hand. Mm -hmm. In other words, I don't have sickness to give anyone. Yeah. I don't have any sicknesses here. I can't give it to anyone. Now, if that is true, and it is, It means that God does not want us to die by way of sickness. Mm. Amen. I agree. So Christians dying by the way of sickness is a satanic strategy to cut short our ministry. When someone is coming to a place in their lives, when they have actually learned something about God Mm. to impart to the next generation at 50, Mm. at 60, Mm. they are taken away suddenly by cancer, Mm. by leukemia. By all kinds of things. That cannot be the will. Can you speak to that for a, a few minutes, or a few seconds? I, I like that. I like that. Because again, let's, let's, uh, let's understand something. If we look at Psalm 91, mm. it says that with long life, mm. will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. Mm. It says, will I, will I satisfy you? They say, will... Now, let, let, me, let me put it this way. Please listen, guys. Listen very carefully. If Reverend Lou tells me he wants to take me out for lunch, satisfy me. Okay, he can't determine how much I'm going to eat. I determine how much I'm going to eat. God said, with long life, will I satisfy you? God wants to satisfy us with long life. Mm. And that long life is not just quality of life, it's length of days. Mm. Length of days. In Psalm 90, the Bible says that their years were three score and ten. Mm. And he spoke about that about children of Israel when they were in the wilderness, when they were not even in the will of God. They mm. were in sin and rebellion. Mm. And God said their years were 70 years in that time. So if children of Israel who were in rebellion were 70 years old, mm. How much more those who are not in rebellion, those who are in God's pleasure. So long life, length mm. of days, okay, I believe is something that God makes available to us as believers. And the devil is one that lies to us as, oh, if you live 56 years, you've lived long, and then mm. he cuts short the life of the people. And next, you know, they can be a blessing. And the Bible says that God wants to bless you to your children's children's children. There's mm. a third, fourth generation dimension. Mm. And I don't mean somebody having a child at 18 years old, therefore there's a grandfather at 35. Mm. That's not true. I'm talking about people. If you look at Bible days, and what we call Bible days, that was written, nobody was a grandfather at 35. Mm. They, were having, they were getting married a little bit later in life. And therefore, years. Yes. So I'm, I'm trying to... Yeah, 600 so, years. <laughs> <laughs> so the point is this. Let's, mm. let's, let's get this clear. Mm. Okay. Shortness of life mm. in terms of length of days. It's not, I don't believe it's God's perfect will. I don't mm. believe that. I believe it's Satan that comes into cut short. Now, mm. some, some might say about Jesus. He lived 33 and, and the three and the third years. Yeah. What happened to Jesus? I mean, I'll say, if, from my perspective, I'll say it this way. But he didn't die of sickness, though. Okay, he didn't die of sickness. Good. He, had he died an, of sin. And he had an, ass- <laughs> <laughs> he had an assignment. Yeah. And when he, when it was time, he fulfilled the assignment. Mm. Therefore, there was nothing else for him to do. He was not, he was not married. Mm. He was not going to have children. Mm. So what was he here to do? Mm. His assignment was done. So some might say, you might hear this from some Christians, oh, that person's assignment was done. Says who? You assume that. Say, you don't who? know that. You assume the that. fact is that a man who's 50 years old, he's supposed to his children's children's children. Let's even, let's even assume that you are right. I mean, that, that it's possible to finish yeah. your ministry at 50. You don't know that. Uh, well, that's true. You are just guessing. It's, it's a more comfortable thought 
it, 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 it agrees with your head. Yeah. One of my sons was preaching. He sent me the video. Mm-hmm. He said, you want to use this mind of yours to understand God, <laughs> to decode God. This is yeah. this mind that you have to receive re- re- some exams yeah. in, high, in high school, in varsity. You want to depend on that mind mm-hmm. to figure out God's plan, the mysteries of the universe. That's not a smart thing to do. Now, I'm thinking of reasons why I want to tolerate sickness in my life. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking of reasons too. Okay. Maybe, maybe mm. a positive angle to it. Let me give you the positive angle I've heard. Okay, <laughs> this, might, this, might, this might make you excited. That sickness mm. makes you depend on God. Yeah. Makes you humble. Mm. Makes you pray more. Yeah. Okay. Because if you are healthy and you are wealthy, everything's going you well. Take it for granted. You might take it for granted. Mm. So when sickness comes or some the poverty or some things come, then you are now always in prayer and depending on God. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. You know. So that could that seem like a positive angle, right? Doesn't you it know, seem like we can talk about long life from yeah. two uh, two dimensions. Go ahead, sir. There are those who are so comfortable with this world. Okay. And even afraid, I've seen 80-year-olds who are afraid of death. Christians, mm. ministers, I've seen a minister in their 70s fall sick. And <coughs> when they talk about this experience, they are in tears. How can, it, how can it be a bad thing to die at 70 years old? For you, I'm not talking about the larger thing. So there are Christians who are afraid of death, which, are, which is already a disgrace. Because Jesus tasted death for every man and yeah. took this thing out of it. Yeah. So that death is, for the sin, death is, is easier than falling asleep. Yeah. Both in the physical aspects of it and what happens yeah. thereafter. Yeah. So that's one side. We don't want to live long because we are afraid of death. Mm-hmm. We don't want to live long because we love this world. Mm-hmm. We want to live long because of our, the agenda, mm-hmm. the purpose, the reason why God sent us to this earth. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to say... I believe mm-hmm. it is possible to glorify God mm-hmm. through sickness. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of two people, mm-hmm. Johnny Erickson Tada, Tada okay. who fell into, a, uh, dived into, or dove, is dove or dived? <laughs> dove or dived into a pool at 16 or so. Yeah, 16. Paralyzed from the top down. Yeah. And she loves God. You go to her offices, she's worshiping God. I, I, I agree it's possible mm-hmm. to glorify God. In sick, in sickness. Yeah. But they asked Jesus, "Why is this man? Why was this man born blind? Blind? Mm-hmm. Who yeah. sinned? They took their sin consciousness to another level. Yeah. They said the man probably sinned from the womb before he was born. And Jesus said something. He did not sin. His parents did, did not, not sin. sin. This exists purely for the glory. Mm-hmm. Now, you can glorify God in your sickness, but a whole nation will not glorify God for your sickness." Mm. A whole city, like Samaria, when Paul, was it Paul or um, Stephen? Is it Philip or Stephen? Philip. Acts chapter 8. Yeah. Went to Samaria. Yeah. The lame walked. Yeah. Demons came out of the yeah. whole the city. city Nobody goes up in a wheelchair and the whole city goes up in a joy. Mm. So even though some, some magnificent saints of God, mm-hmm. like David Brennard, mm-hmm. a missionary to the American Indians, mm-hmm died at 29 of tuberculosis, yeah. found a way mm. to glorify God in their sickness. Mm. But God is glorified when sickness is healed mm. as opposed to when sickness exists. Yeah. So those are not like, those are not the, that's, that's not the norm. Mm. It's not the norm that, okay, people are sick and therefore we are glorifying God. People are not the norm. Like I said, in, in it, not for it. I'm mm. not glorifying God for sickness, but in it. The Bible says we should 
give thanks to God in all things. It doesn't say for all things. Mm. Well, it says for oh, it does. It says for all things Another that one. no, for all things that unto God. All yeah. things that unto God. Yeah. So it, what is unto God? I'm glorifying God for. Yeah. Okay. But it says in all things glorify God. And when it says for all things unto God, sickness is not unto God. It does not give God glory per se. But in that circumstance, I can glorify God. But at least sickness yeah. is an opportunity. Exactly for God it's an to opportunity do to see the glory God of God work. John chapter nine. So rather than panicking, yeah. we should be getting excited when yeah. the symptoms come. Yeah. John chapter nine. That's what it says. And I just dropped a truth bomb right now. I said, when mm. the symptoms come, mm-hmm. because symptoms and sickness are not the same thing. Most Christians Don't do not that. understand that. Yeah, yeah. At the onset of of symptoms, they're going to panic. Yeah, because they believe they are sick. Yeah. Sickness and symptoms yeah. are not true. You know, friends, I can think of so many reasons why we must we must walk in this divine health because Amen. Satan will take us out before our time yeah. if we don't walk in divine health. Yeah. The world is going to be controlled mm. in the next few years by sickness and disease. Yeah. Manufactured viruses, <laughs> psychological operations, yeah. Yeah. forced vaccinations, yeah. all of those things. Mm-hmm. And... We don't want to leave. God will need even some saints mm. in the tribulation. Mm. That's true. He will need witnesses. So there will be saints who will volunteer to be here for tribulation. Mm. Our time has gone from us. Until next week, this is Olu and Namdi telling you we love you. God bless you. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Focus on Freedom Podcast. For more information, please visit olugeorgeministries.global or send a WhatsApp inquiry to plus 27-81-300-6633. Also, like, subscribe and share our content on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. See you next time. insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za